Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You are listening to a replay of last night's live edition of the Patriots News Desk brought to you by Dear Pats Nation, broadcasted live on the ColorCast app. If you'd like to listen live, I've left a link in the description. Also, if you're an out-of-market Patriots fan who can't get the game live or you're just looking for alternative commentary, I've been signed as the ColorCast Patriots super fan, doing play-by-play and analysis for every Patriots game this season. Again, if you're interested with anything that I'm doing on ColorCast, you can download the ColorCast app with the link I've left in the description. Today's episode of the Patriots News Desk is dedicated to the memory of Marco. Marco's been a longtime supporter of Dear Pats Nation and will forever be a member of the Dear Pats Nation Loyalty Club. We were given the devastating news today that Marco lost his battle with COVID-19. I will always remember the hilarious conversations between him and R. Marco and I had a Marco had a spicy sense of humor that brought a different level of conversation to our show. He was respected and a beloved figure amongst all the Patreon members, and the tributes left for him today on the Patreon page were a perfect example of that. We send our deepest condolences to Marco's family and friends, and we send our prayers to Marco's mother, who is fighting a battle with COVID herself, and we're asking her to keep fighting and beat this awful disease. Marco was a creator, a musician, and entertainer. I'm an entertainer. And if anybody would want the show to go on, it would be Marco. So with his spirit and energy guiding me, I'm going to do what I can and do the best that I know how to do. Let's talk about the New England Patriots and be as entertaining as I can when I do it. Thank you, Marco, for all of your kind words. Thank you for your friendship behind the scenes. You may be gone, but you will never be forgotten. And with that, I'm ready to try and make this the best episode of the Patriots News Desk I will ever do. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Ray, and welcome to this Thursday, September 16th, 2021 edition of the Patriots News Desk, brought to you by Dear Pats Nation, broadcasted live on ColorCast. Don't forget that you can catch this show live Monday through Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, live on the ColorCast app. If you're new to the Patriots News Desk, it's brought to you by Dear Pats Nation, and we cover the New England Patriots in so many different ways. You can catch us on our YouTube page for the fan-driven DPN live show where our audience has control of our content. We make videos on Newsbreak where you can get quick breakdowns of all the latest Patriots news. We have a Patreon page where you can get exclusive content and live shows. And of course, I'm here on ColorCast doing the Patriots News Desk, but I'm also the Patriots super fan doing play-by-play for every Patriots game this season right here on ColorCast and right up until I call the Patriots winning Super Bowl 56. So make sure that you tune into my alternative commentary here on ColorCast. And if you can't catch the Patriots News Desk Live, the podcast will be available at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, the same day of the show. And you can download it wherever you download your podcast. Just search for Dear Pats Nation. 
We also stream a replay of the Patriots News Desk the next day at 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on our YouTube channel. And you can find all the links to our content and social media in our profile on ColorCast. If you're listening to the podcast or watching on YouTube, I've left the links in the description below. I've got a good show lined up for you today. I've prepared a couple of different stories. The first story is how the Patriots are still upset about giving away, uh, giving that game away to the Dolphins. Or sorry, I didn't write down my new story. I got two stories. My first one is about how the Patriots' defense is weary of Zach Wilson. And the second story I'm going to be looking at is Adrian Phillips playing for the Patriots has made him a way better player. Of course, we're going to be asking the Pats Nation question of the day, and that is, will Mac Jones win Rookie of the Year? And of course, we're going to do my favorite segment, the Patriots versus social media. That's enough talking. Let's get this show started. And let's start with the first story I prepared for Newsbreak called the Patriots defense weary of the Jets quarterback Zach Wilson's arm talent. The New England Patriots are hoping to improve to 1-1 one and one after their game this upcoming Sunday against the New York Jets. On paper, the Patriots match up really well against the Jets. New England's pass rush, offensive line, and running game should be good enough and be able to lead the Patriots to a victory. However, the Patriots coaching staff and players are very aware of how much of a threat Zach Wilson can be in this game. According to Andrew Callahan of the Boston Herald, while addressing the media on Wednesday, Bill Belichick made it clear he's very aware of how athletic Wilson is. Quote, he's an explosive player. He's got a great arm, live arm, makes all the throws, athletic, the Pats coach Bill Belichick said on Wednesday. Like any young player, you know, they gain experience and they get better every time they go out there. Both the Patriots and the Jets are 0-1 heading into their Week 2 game, and both Mac Jones and Zach Wilson had great debuts. However, the Patriots have done a better job putting the proper protection around Mac Jones, but according to Callahan, Wilson's athleticism has helped them move the ball even when he's under constant pressure, and it's something that he's been doing since college. Callahan said, Wilson escaped pass rushers with ease and regularity at BYU, ducking out of the pocket with his superb quickness and rare long speed for a quarterback. The... Then the six foot two, 214 pounder would launch off platform throws in all angles and all distances, occasionally drawing comparisons to Aaron Rodgers or Patrick Mahomes in the process. No surprise, Wilson's arm talent was a common talking point Wednesday at Gillette Stadium. The Patriots defense is going to have their hands full trying to slow Wilson. And though the focus will be on New England's front seven, Callahan is reporting that the Patriots safety Adrian Phillips understands how much pressure is going to be on New England's secondary. Uh, if you don't, quote, if you don't really know what Wilson has in his tool bag, uh, so you've got to be sticking to those receivers and play the whole thing down through because he can escape the pass rush and he's looking at launching that thing, Phillips said. So it's going to be fun. Uh, and I'm about to get into the Pats Nation question of the day, which of course will be, will Mac Jones win the Rookie of the Year? But before we do that, I need to tell you about the Newsbreak app. Newsbreak isn't only a sponsor of Dear Pats Nation, I'm also a content creator for Newsbreak covering the New England Patriots. Because there's always so much New England Patriots news out on the market, make sure that you stay up to date with all of our content because you want to make sure that you don't miss anything. And if you're looking for a place to get more free Dear Pats Nation content, then head on over to Newsbreak. Right, Almost every single day, I post a minimum of two videos breaking down the 
latest New England Patriots news. So stay up to date with all the newest Dear Pats Nation content by going to www.newsbreak.com slash Dear Pats Nation. You can also find our links to our Newsbreak page in our profile here on ColorCast using the website link. If you're listening to the podcast or watching the replay on YouTube, please make sure that you go down to the description. Download the Newsbreak apps. Downloading the Newsbreak app puts money directly in our pockets and it takes only 30 seconds, but it's the easiest and freest way to support Dear Pats Nation. Plus, the free Newsbreak app will keep you up to date with all your local news plus the Dear Pats Nation content. So what are you waiting for? Go download the Newsbreak app by clicking the website link in our profile here on ColorCast or click the link in the description of this podcast and YouTube. All right, so now it's time uh, for what I'm pretty sure is everybody's favorite segment. It's time for Pat's Nation's question of the day. And today I'm asking, will Mac Jones win the rookie of the year? So Mac Jones had a pretty impressive debut last Sunday in his Patriots loss to the Miami Dolphins. As a Patriots fan, it's kind of easy to see Mac Jones through rose-colored glasses. However, it's not just Pat's Nation who saw Mac Jones' potential. According to Tom Westerholm of the Boston Globe, all it took for Mac Jones to become the betting favorite to win Rookie of the Year was a historically accurate performance in his debut. On Tuesday, multiple sports books moved Jones up to number one in their betting odds. DraftKings lifts Jones at plus 400, saying a $100 bet would pay you 400 if Jones won, as did Bet Online. If you were to try and find one or two words to describe Mac Jones' debut, it would have to be two words, and those two words are NFL ready. Jones looked poised, comfortable, and made the adjustments that were necessary during the game, so it's not shocking that all the sports books would be so high on Jones to win Rookie of the Year. Now, too many sports journalists and fans put too much emphasis into statistics. I had the opportunity to watch a replay of the New York Jets game last Sunday versus the Carolina Panthers, and Wilson showed that he's on track to be a great NFL quarterback, and it's also very clear that the Patriots have put Jones in a better position than the Jets have put Wilson. However, if you asked me which quarterback looks more like an NFL quarterback right now, I'd confidently say Mac Jones. Zach Wilson probably has a higher ceiling, but Jones is the better rookie. Now, one game is not going to determine Mac Jones' performance the rest of the season. However, Westerholm shared a quote from one of Mac Jones' teammates who believes Jones is only going to get better as the season goes on, saying, quote, I thought he did well, wide receiver Nelson Aguilar said. I think he'll contribute and to get, I think he'll continue to get better too. That he's that type of player he is and the, uh, the person that he is. I think it's just a guy that loves the game of football. And I think he's a really resilient player. He stays in the game and he plays hard and is only going to get better. End quote. Now, people all over have been saying good things about Jones, and that includes his locker room. However, don't tell Mac Jones that because according to Westerholm, Mac Jones has a sole focus to elevate his game every day. Saying, quote, my goal is just to be able to do my job even better every week. And then I know the guys around me who have played in the NFL for a while are going to do that too, Jones said on WEEI on Monday. So if I can elevate my game, they're going to elevate theirs and we can just keep stacking days together. You also sometimes feel like you've left plays on the field, which I did. So that's just one of the hardest parts for me. Now, you heard what I had to say about it. You heard what the reporters had to say about it. It's now time to get hear the opinion of the Patriots fans who are members of the Dear Pats Nation Loyalty Club on Patreon. But first, let me take 30 seconds and tell you 
how you can hear or tell you about the Dear Pass Nation Lions Club on Patreon. For only $5 a month, we guarantee you four exclusive videos per week discussing the New England Patriots news. We also answer all of your comments and questions. Every second Friday, we host a live hangout exclusive for Patreon members where you have the option to join us on screen or watch the hangout and participate in the chat box. We also send our daily Patriots Pats Nation question of the day for our DPN live show and for the Patriots news desk. And when you leave a comment or a question, it's guaranteed to be answered. So come join the loyalty club on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash DPN sports. You can find our Patreon link in our profile on Colorcast. And if you're listening to the podcast or watching the replay on YouTube, I've left the link in the description. All right, now that we've heard about the Dear Pats Nation Loyalty Club, it's time to see what Pats Nation has to say. And earlier this afternoon, I asked the Loyalty Club uh, the Pats Nation question of the day, which is, will Mac Jones win the Rookie of the Year? And this is what they had to say. Thomas said this, if Mac Jones, if Mac plays like he did game one and gets more confident, he could be the Rookie of the Year. If he shows the ability to lead some comeback wins or wins over superior opponents, he has the ingredients you want in an, uh, from an excellent quarterback. That is in his first season. On the other side, I know how you can make a serious prediction. I don't know how you can make a serious prediction after week one. Uh, Jaden Waller, I think he meant to say Jalen Waddle, is also a candidate for Rookie of the Year. We'll see. Yeah, it's early, man. It's always early. Right, you got to take it with a grain of salt. Brian Lynch, a little bit more, a little bit more confidence. Says, yes, he is the front runner. Wait until Josh McDaniels tests secondaries, which he didn't do against Miami. Also, Mac has yet to throw a pass into the red zone, into the end zone. I guess not. I guess he threw that short for Aguilar, and Aguilar brought it in. You're absolutely correct. Uh, he's definitely the front runner if you believe Vegas. So that's one of the big upsides, right? If you believe Las Vegas, man, he's one of the ones to watch. Uh, UK wins vibe says it's far too early to predict anything after just one game. Mac looked great, but uh, but of concern in week one was the play calling on the final drive with runs on downs one and two when Mac was looking sharp and looked as though he could have found a receiver to edge closer to a game-winning touchdown. Uh, can he be held back too much by inconsistent play calling by McDaniels? Yes, possibly if McDaniels doesn't get his red zone act together. This could possibly prevent him from getting rookie of the season, an award that is more he is more than capable of achieving. Patriot fans just do not trust Josh McDaniels. <laughs> it's and like I'm not here to argue and I'm not here to defend it for him. I understand that Josh McDaniels has let a lot of people down in the past. I understand that they think his play calling is a little bit vanilla, but I will point out, and I think it's an important one to point out. I will point out that it was week one. And I really believe that he was just protecting Mac Jones. I think we're going to see him open up a little bit more. Mac Jones is still a rookie. And I think that there's too many Patriot fans out there that were expecting these like, superstar 10-year veteran type of performances. And I mean, he looked really good, but I don't think Josh McDaniels wants to put any pressure whatsoever on the kid. And I think that that's just a huge thing. I think that at the end of the day, either it's going to work or it's not going to work, and it's working the way they're doing it. And I, I expect them to be conservative the rest of the season. 
Alex says if he keeps playing like he did versus Miami, he'll definitely be rookie of the year because no rookie is playing like him so far. It could definitely change over the next 16 weeks, but right now I'm confident that he will win. Yeah, and I think a lot of that is coming just because of how good the performance was, right? I mean, I'm I was a pessimist when it came to Mac Jones. Not that I didn't think he was ever going to be a good quarterback, but I was like, hey man, he's a rookie. I want to see him learn. I was preaching for Cam Newton to be the quarterback this season. And then things changed, right? All of a sudden I was like, okay, okay, look, this this kid can ball. This kid can play. You know, this kid wants to go. So if he wants to go, let him go, man. That's all I got to say. Mike N says, <laughs> says uh, yeah, I don't know. Bill Belichick voice. Honestly, it's too soon to be making those sort of predictions, even for fun. I just hope uh, we do well against the Jets this week. And there's Mike being the ever pessimist and he is watching live on Patreon right now. So I don't mind saying it right to his face via the interweb via the chat. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> um, I get it, man. You're trying to be, I get Mike has been very conservative. I don't know if they broke your heart last year, Mike. I don't know if you're just, if you got a little bit of Cam Newton PTSD, uh, um, but I agree it is too early. The only reason we're real, I even brought it up and we even, we even really talked about it was because Vegas has made him the, the betting favorite, right? So if he's the betting favorite and you're going to play a bet, you're going to put a place a bet down. That means you're going to have confidence that he is, uh, that he's going to be rookie of the year. So I'm going to assume, I'm just going to make the assumption that Mike is not going to be placing any bets with Vegas right now, picking Mac Jones to be the rookie of the year, but don't wait too long, Mike, because if you start thinking about week 14, 15, yeah, it could happen. He might be like minus 200 at that point, And it's going to cost you a hundred, but it's going to cost you 200 bucks to make a hundred. So this might be the time to jump on it. Just saying, just saying. Uh, and then Matt Coward just says, hell yes. So I love it. I love the enthusiasm. I love the enthusiasm by everybody. And I love that. You know what? Mike brings the the balance to the show, right? Because I got Connor, who's a homer. I'm a pretty big pessimist on one side. And if you guys ever really do pay attention, I, uh, I really don't commit to anything. I just kind of report the news, sit in the middle, tell Connor, here's what people say. The only time I get heavy on an opinion is if I'm pissed off and I'm not pissed off. So I don't, I don't get heavy on an opinion, but uh, yeah, it's, you know, it is what it is guys. It's always great hearing from the Deer Pats Nation Loyalty Club. And if you want to get the perks of the Loyalty Club, make sure that you come check us out on Patreon. Okay. And if you enjoy the Patriots News Desk and you're looking for more Patriots content in a more relaxed atmosphere, check out the Deer Pats Nation live show on YouTube where my boy Connor and I, we talk about the Patriots. We get into whatever kind of shenanigans our viewers get us into. It's a 100% fan-driven show. You ask the questions, you make the comments, and Connor and I take care of the fun so come check out the deer pass nation live show every sunday through thursday at 8 30 p.m eastern standard time you can find the link to our youtube channel in our profile here on ColorCast, and if you're in on our the description on our podcast and if you're watching this on youtube you already know where our youtube channel is so just click subscribe hit the little bell hit the like button while you're at it we would really appreciate that as well and guys it is now time for my favorite segment of the night which is called the patriots versus social media I go on Twitter and I find some tweets from members of the Patriots media and NFL insiders. And I share those tweets here, and but then I give my response. I don't know if you like it or not, but I'm a social media junkie. I like to get in arguments on Twitter. So this segment is really more for me. It's more of a therapy session for me, but I just hope it's one that you guys enjoy. The first tweet came out from Mark Daniels. This is actually like news says the Patriots still without Trent Brown and Kyle Van Noy who steps up if both veterans can't play. And we did find out today that Kyle Van Noy is out with a throat injury. 
Uh, so I don't know what that means. That just seems like the one body part like you wouldn't want to hurt. Like that and your nuts, right? Like those are like the two body parts that you would want to avoid at all costs of getting hurt. But uh, yeah, it's big. I mean, we heard that Durant was lined up as a starting right tackle in the media portion of the Patriots practice today, but someone did point out it's media side, and we're going to talk a little bit about that. Um, maybe we won't, so maybe I'll just, yeah. Chris, Chris Mason said Yasser Durant was a uh, right tackle during the media portion of Thursday's practice, but take it with a grain of salt because it was the media portion of Thursday's practice. So that we'll kind of put both those suites together. I've still, I've been on, I've kind of sat under the illusion of, I would like to see the Patriots take Mike on. We knew shift him to the right tackle, bring in Ted Karras, put him as the left guard. I think it'll work. Karras is a starting quality guard or interior offensive lineman, right? And we saw Mike on Wienu. I think he was like the fifth highest or third highest rated rookie last season amongst all rookies at the right tackle spot. He's been doing well as the, as the left guard, but you can shift him to the right. I don't know how bad Yasser Durant did last week, though. I know that people are a little cons- – I know uh, um, Heron or Haran, whatever, did awful. But I thought the right side was pretty locked down after Durant came in. I'd have to watch the film again. I haven't been able to watch the full replay of what happened. But uh, it'll be interesting to see how that breaks down. The next tweet here comes from Zach Cox. and says, quote, Obviously, I want to play a lot better and be a little bit more impactful. And he says, that's Patriots linebacker Dante Hightower knows his first game in 20 months was not his best. And I did come out in the post game on our YouTube channel on Sunday night, and I said to Connor that I was a little bit disappointed in high. As everybody who's been following Deer Pats Nation for a long time, I mean, if you've been back with me since 2017, you know that Dante Hightower is my favorite player. You also would know that I've said out of all the moves that Bill Belichick did, drafting Mac Jones, bringing in Ju- Matthew Judon, doing everything, that Dante Hightower returning to the field was going to be the most important offseason transaction or whatever you want to call it to happen this offseason. And he definitely showed some rust. Which brings up the argument of should coaches, or Belichick in particular, should he possibly just maybe should they play the veterans a little bit longer in the preseason because I was disappointed as all hell I'll tell you the truth in the Patriots defense open field tackles were rough they got killed on slant routes and when Miami did run the football they ran it with ease And the most disappointing part came, I know that Damian Harris fumbled the ball with three and a half minutes left in the game or three minutes and 20 seconds left in the game on the 10 yard line. I'm not going to turn around and blame the defense completely for that 17 to 16 loss. How can you do that? They gave up 17 points. However, when they needed to make a stop, they had Miami because of a penalty Two, it took the the first snap of that series out of the end zone, out of the end zone. And they just slowly moved the ball up. They did, Miami did whatever they wanted. Killed the clock. The Patriots used their timeouts. They got through the two-minute warning. It was just take a knee. So I don't just need Hightower to be better. I need the whole defense to be better. 
I think I got time for one more here. Mike Reese tweeted out James White on the emphasis of ball security drills at practice. We've always done it, but obviously it's even more of a sense of urgency after the first game. That's what all the defensive coaches are going to be preaching now that they can get the ball off us. The Patriots look bad on Sunday when it came to turnovers, right? I mean, we know that. Everybody under the planet knows that. Ramondre Stevenson, fumble. Damian Harris, fumble. Jonu Smith, fumble. Mac Jones threw the ball backwards, fumble. But I don't think people are looking. I don't think anybody believes that Mac Jones is going to be coming out throwing the ball backwards this week. But they're going to be punching at footballs. They're going to be trying to strip them. Ivan Fears, I mean, we covered that yesterday on the show, and he was pissed. He was like, you can't do that. Ramondre Stevens didn't even fight for the ball because he thought he was down. And I, I agree with James White. If I was the Jets coaches this week, my biggest emphasis would be on punching up balls. So how can you disagree with what James White said? It's the absolute positive truth. So we'll, we'll have to see what happens. So we've pretty much come to the end of the Patriots news desk here. Uh, thanks to everyone who has tuned in. Uh, I appreciate it. Thanks to all the Dear Pats Nation loyalty club members who weighed in on the Dear Pats Nation question of the day. Don't forget, if you'd like to contribute to the Patriots news desk uh, or the DPN live show, check out the Dear Pats Nation loyalty club on Patreon. I promise you'll enjoy what you see. Uh, and with that being said, it's time to get into my last story of the evening. It's called Adrian Phillips on how playing for the Patriots has made him way better. And again, before I finish off, this episode of the Patriots News Desk was dedicated to our boy Marco, Dear Pass Nation loyalty club member, longtime supporter of the show. Some of you who watch him live may know him as Love Vibration Nation. Uh, passed away yesterday due to COVID-19 complications and we're just absolutely devastated. And as I said, at the top of the show, I wanted to make this show the best episode of the Patriots news desk I ever made. And I hope that I did him proud. I hope that whether you watched it live, whether you watched it on YouTube, no matter what it was, man, I, I, I hope that you guys enjoyed the show and I hope that I hope he's listening, man. I hope he's, he's up there in heaven right now listening uh, because he, he was just such a good friend to us and such a, I mean, he contributed to the show. He gave us so many ideas. He, he did so many things and, um, this was a tough show for me. I, but I kept my energy as high as I could. And I'm hoping, I'm hoping that he would have been proud of this show, uh, knowing that it was dedicated to him and we will be dedicating tonight's live show to him as well. Marco. AKA Love Vibration Nation. Rest in peace, my friend. You will be missed forever. And let's get into our final story. That's Adrian Phillips and how playing for the Patriots has made him a way better player. The 2020 NFL season was rough on the New England Patriots. Tom Brady left the organization. And for the first time since 2008, when Brady was injured for the entire season, the Patriots missed the playoffs. Outside of a poor performance from a majority of the players on the field, people began questioning the legacy of Coach Belichick. However, 
the Patriots had a bright spot from last season on the roster. And as Chris Mason of Mason of Mass Live is reporting, most safeties aren't still improving at 29 years old, but Adrian Phillips isn't most safeties. And if you would have asked Patriot fans which new players they wanted to carry over from last year to this season, the fan base would have said almost nobody, but Adrian Phillips was one of those present surprises, right? While speaking to the media on Thursday, Mason reports that one of the returning veterans had a lot of good things to say about Phillips. Quote, whenever I think of a football player, AP is one of the first guys who really sticks out. Dante Hightower said on Thursday morning, whenever you say football, the guy really loves football. He's a safety that can play linebacker. You see a lot of hard-hitting safeties, but a lot of those hard-hitting safeties, they're playing bat at the back end. But AP is in the box. He's in with the 330-pound guys bench pressing him. You can't do that. You can't do anything but respect that, end quote. Adrian Phillips wasn't a rookie when he signed with New England last season. In fact, Phillips had been in the NFL for six seasons. So when Phillips arrived to New England, he was pretty confident that he could handle anything that the Patriots would throw at him. Whoever, or however, as Mason reports, Phillips told the media that when he arrived in New England, he was taught lessons from the school of Belichick that he maybe wasn't expecting. Quote, being with the Chargers for six years, I thought I had a pretty good handle on the league and how I attack stuff, how I broke down film and things like that, Philip said. Uh, then I came here with Coach and being in the system and seeing how it is, just like something totally different. Like, dang, there was a lot that I didn't know. It's been fun to learn it, and it's been a challenge to learn it. I've accepted that challenge and used it to help me grow a whole lot more. So, I would say that I'm way better of a player than I was two years ago uh, just from in this system and learning something new. Like Adrian Phillips has become an important part of the Patriots defense. He's still improving as the season's going to go on, and his attitude is what makes him so valuable to the Patriots because the more he wants to learn, the more Belichick's going to give him, and the greater impact Phillips is going to make on the team. All right, Pats Nation, that's all we got for you today. Don't forget to check out the Dear Pats Nation Loyalty Club on Patreon. For only $5 a month, you can get exclusive videos, live streams, play-by-play, and you can take part in all of the live shows, so check out the Patreon Club Make sure that you download the Newsbreak app and stay up to date with all of the Dear Pats Nation content. We release a minimum of two short videos a day covering all of the latest, newest New England Patriots news. So come check us out on Newsbreak. If you came late for the start of the 7 p.m. start tonight, make sure you're here on time on Monday. Uh, for the Patriots news desk, that's exclusively live on Colorcast and Patreon. If you don't if you can't, though, and you want to download the podcast version of the show, it will be available at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time tonight. Wherever you get your podcast, just search up Dear Pats Nation. You can also find the audio of this show tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. Eastern Time uh, when we stream the replay on our YouTube page. That's right. You get to wake up to Dear Pats Nation. You get to wake up to this voice. Think about how great that is. Speaking of YouTube, don't miss the Dear Pats Nation live show hosted by Connor and myself. Uh, for our fan-driven live show, 
It's a show about Patriot that it's it's a show for Patriots fans by Patriot fans. Thanks to everybody who tuned in to the Patriots News Desk live on Colorcast. Don't forget that you can find me here Monday through Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And you can also find me here on the mic for Patriots games this season when I do play-by-play and analysis for the Patriots games for every single game, right up, repeat, listen carefully right up until i call the patriots winning super bowl 56 that's all the plugs i have until next time thank you so much for tuning into the patriots news desk always remember the patriots are gonna be legit kid hey listeners i'm christy and i'm melissa and this is buried motives where we dig deep into the details of some of the most gruesome dirtbag murderers She said she enjoyed hurting things that can't fight back. And that is a disturbing view into the mind of a murderer in such a dirtbag. Yeah, that's not even strong enough words. This is totally a recipe for disaster. And not to justify whatever is going to happen, but you can totally understand and see how this would be in the works. If you were only to look at what she did later on and not know any of that history, she would appear like off the wall crazy. Oh, 100%. Because we're not even close to getting to the end yet. But you can just see this pattern and all this kind of stuff developing in her, which is what we're here for. We're digging deep. Join us each Thursday as we unearth the dirt bags that live among us and the motives buried there. Hope you join us as we exhume the truth. The Podcast Super Friends is a monthly meeting of five podcast producers. Hi, I'm Catherine O'Brien from Branch Out Programs in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I'm John Gay from Jagged Detroit Podcasts. I'm Matt Kundle from the Sound Off Podcast Network. I'm David Yes from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. And I'm Johnny Peterson from Straight Up Podcasts. Together, they form the Podcast Super Friends, an alliance of podcast masterminds sharing best practices, insights, and discussions to help make you a better podcaster. Follow or subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or at soundoff.network.